And hey, welcome to the most recent episode of Observer Report. Number four? Number four, four in the can. Well, nice. it's in the can when it's done, I guess. But we're on our way, all right? So you're starting off with lies. Starting off cool. with hope, all right? <laughs> all right, there's nothing wrong with hope in these trying times. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we did just, um, as a country, not elect a pedophile, so yeah. <laughs> things are going See? pretty well. I'm not saying everything's turned around, all right? This I just said as a country, and it was not as a country. It was just a <laughs> shitty little state. But the country was leaning on that we state pretty trying, hard. We were trying, like, hey, peer pressure, let's do this. Like, you know, just do the right thing for once, you know? Yeah. Just for once. So that's one small victory mm-hmm. at the end of 2017. It's sad. Oh, God. Yeah. But this is that time of year where people get together. Oh, God's going to rhyme. And do things to bring cheer. Oh, it's so horrible. Oh, look at you. <laughs> oh, no, poet. please. No one like that. Um, <laughs> but at this time of year, it's time when people kind of like stay inside and watch things. Yeah. This is time for people like us. I mean, I do that all the time, mm-hmm. especially in the summer because it's hot out. Ew. But now we're normal. Like We're like normal people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now my weirdness is covered by snow. <laughs> Thanks, snow. So if someone says, like, what did you do this week? And I'll just stay here and watch things. Like, oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. 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 Me too. Just yeah. like us. Just like everyone else. Not because I wanted to avoid human contact <laughs> or anything. Mm-hmm. Or escape into the fantasy world. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not to, yeah, escape from reality. Not at all. <laughs> All right, what'd you watch? I watched a few things. This has been a busy two weeks for me, a busy few weeks for me. Um, but yeah, I watched a couple of things. I watched really like a lot of Santa specials. I watched one too. Um, I rewatched uh, John Mulaney's uh, New Kid in Town. Oh, so great. Uh, fantastic. Yeah. Um, really strong. Uh, I watched it with, uh, with my roommate and his girlfriend, mm-hmm. and they had not seen it before, and they were oh, like, nice. really enjoying it. So that was like fun as well. Um Oh, I also saw a special, uh, Michelle Wolf. Yes, that's number one on my list. <laughs> I only watched, I think I only got through two thirds of it. I've just been kind of making my way through. But she is hilarious. I had never heard of her before this. I know I'd seen her at least once from something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, so when I saw her, I was like stoked. Mm-hmm. And it was the type of special, like, I wish, like, if I were to have a company special, I'd want uh-huh. it to be that. She's so <laughs> funny and amazing. Like, it hits you in the mouth. Like, oh, yeah. Just, like, her whole presence and her voice, which she comments on yes. herself. But it's just, like, <laughs> it pierces through. It's like, yes. who's talking? Because I have to pay attention now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, it's, she was very funny, like, very consistent. And they said that she was, well, she said she's a writer for The Daily Show. Right. And, um, yeah, I had just never heard of her, never seen, like, any of her stand-up before. And it's like, bam, HBO special. And, like, to me... Like, the HBO special, like, for a comedian is, like, I made it. Like, right. I'm on top. And, like, you know, usually by the time they get an HBO special, you've heard of them right. in some, like, way, shape, or form. But, like, I don't know. I'm so glad I was able to see this. And yeah. just, like, Michelle, well, sure, I'll watch this. Like, whoa, she's awesome. Like, yeah. she's really funny. Um, Yeah. It was, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to finish the rest of it today. All right. What else? Um, What else did I see? Um, Outside of, like, some Santa specials and whatnot, I did go ahead and check out uh, Easy on Netflix. Oh, is it good? Um, this is season two now. They're in, in oh, the easy. Okay, it is good. Yeah. Um, the first episode is super weak. Oh. It is really weak, and it has like a oh, good season cast. Season two. A season two. Okay. Season two. Uh, the first episode is like really weak. It has a great cast. Um, Aubrey Plaza, uh, yes. Joel Trulio, and it's just like oh, the the whole setup of the episode is like you know 
these people who are like caught up in the routine of suburbia. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they have their neighborhood watch meetings, you know, their, their oh, barbecues that's right. and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then by the time that you get to the crux of the episode, which is someone stealing packages, mm-hmm. and you're just wondering, like, okay, like, you know, where are we going from here? Like, what are these characters about? And it just meanders. Aww. Like, it has no clear purpose. And even at the end of it, it's just, it, it, it was not a good That's too first bad episode. because I, I saw, like, a trailer or something for it. Mm-hmm. And of all the storylines, that looked like it would be the funniest. Right. And possibly one of the strongest. Like, also, because I recognize the people in it. Right. But... That's all. That's kind of disappointing. And, like, the show is, like, very, like... It, it, like, sex is a centerpiece of the show, definitely. Mm-hmm. That episode has none of that, if you're looking for that. Oh, cool. <laughs> but, like, every other episode, like, you know, it, it is a central theme to it in some way, shape, or form. Sometimes. Not all the time. But, yeah, it does factor in a big way. But in seeing that, if you had never seen anything of mm-hmm. Easy before, you saw that first episode, mm-hmm. that's a bad first impression. Oh, no. But everything else in the season, though, is so strong. It's so good. Is that the first episode of season two? Of season two. Okay. Uh, of season one, like, it's a really good show. Mm-hmm. Um, and also people showing things they didn't think they'd show on... Uh, <gasps> on, on Wieners? On, uh, who's showing Wiener in season one? Season one, there is... I think there's a hint of like Orlando <gasps> Blue Wiener, but he doesn't, I don't think he shows Aww. everything. But uh, in season two, there's definitely Dude Wiener like, happening in places often. Excellent. <laughs> um, As it should be. <laughs> But um, but yeah, in season two, they pick up with characters that we met in season one. Okay. Um, it's an anthology series, so every episode does not relate to the other. Okay. Uh, but some characters do cross over and continue on. Okay. Or you see like a hint of them here, and then not again, you know? Um, it all takes place in Chicago. Um, season one's primarily wintertime, like fallish. Okay. Season two is like mainly like spring, summer. Um, but yeah, it's great because you get to see people that are you've never seen before do a thing. Um, but also you get to see like you know well known established names. I like, recognize you know. most of the or at least half the faces in there. But yeah, there mm-hmm. are definitely some new people I haven't seen. Right. Um, but yeah, it's it's good. Like um, Mark Maron's in it. That's um, right. He he plays like a cartoonist that is like you know has issues as it's basically himself but has a different job <laughs> it's very mark maroney <laughs> okay um what is it um jane adams appears in it and she's like you know this great character actor that's appeared in, like a bunch of stuff um who else uh, uh kate mccucci uh oh yes. appears in it. Yeah, she's yeah, in yeah. season one she appears in the season again cool um but yeah like it's it's a solid set of human beings portraying characters on that show excellent um, I, I would recommend if you haven't seen it okay yeah um but what else have you seen um, I saw the, when I went to the movies yesterday, I saw, even though it had been released, mm-hmm. I hadn't watched it, uh, the trailer for the new Jurassic Park movie. I, that kind of came out of nowhere a little bit. Like, yes. I knew it was coming, but, like, I'm surprised they made another one so quickly. Me too. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's going to be bad, but I'm so excited for <laughs> it. I'm so excited for it. Like, the thing was, it, it, there was a lot of, I think viewer dislike for jurassic world um and like you know the movie does have problems i saw it i enjoyed it and i do recognize like after the fact do you mean okay yeah like people like had issues with the movie like uh i guess of like you know male female relationships within the movie and like i guess how characters are treated like things bad things happen to people for no reason it it feels like particular the woman the babysitter yeah she was a fine character that just got ruined by pterodactyls yeah it seems like or pteranodons excuse me dinosaur nerds yeah get it together (laughs) um it was an incredibly vicious violent like as if 
an angry, disturbed teenage boy was like, how can I kill this woman the worst ways possible? Because it was so prolonged and like it costs money to yeah. do that. There's a lot of CGI for her. Mm-hmm. Like, it, yeah, it was weird. It made and, me very uncomfortable. But what's weird, though, is like something like that, it feels like, wow, that wasn't called for. But in something like Kong Skull Island, I'm seeing dudes get ripped apart. It's like, yeah, all right. Like, I don't, I guess it's because Jurassic World, like, you know, that very first movie, it's, it's so inviting to like so many different people from, from so many different walks of life, to children mainly, definitely. Yeah. And to see that, from it, from it, go from that to like the most violent death that you see in that movie, like, is a guy getting eaten on a toilet. Like, Right. Or like you know, it's all it all happens off screen. They cut away, you know, like mm-hmm. um, the clever girl scene. Like you know, we don't see him get torn apart by right. the raptors, right? Like, but we can imagine what that's like because they build right. up like you know what terrible predators yes. these things are. But when you get to something like Jurassic World, and like you know, for the effect where you just see this woman get just tossed up in the sky, and, and it's just... a character who's barely been in the movie. Yeah, she's neither good nor bad. Mm-hmm. It's not like at least in the other movies. Like, the guy in the toilet, like, he abandons the kids. Not that he deserves to be eaten right. by a dinosaur, but, like, there's a little bit of buildup of, like, yeah, well, he was In a the jerk. secret rules of the movie, right. it's like, hey, you abandon children, therefore, this is your punishment. Right. Or, like, uh, Wayne Knight Newman, when he right. steals, like, the things, like, hey, you thief. Exactly. Like, your comeuppance is to be spit on by this thing and Acid killed in the spit. rain. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, whereas she just, like, the kids kind of, like, tricked her and then, like... Like, yeah, babysitting's hard. Yeah. <laughs> She's trying her best. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard's character should have been there from the first place. So mm. it was, yeah, it was a minor character who just got the shit kicked out of her. Right. Ugh. But, you know, in, in looking at the trailer for the new one, it seems like, okay, cool. Like, you know, just there's going to be a blockbuster popcorn movie. Yes. Um, But, like, now they're destroying the island. Like, Well, yeah, they... Why would you build this whole park on an island that has an active volcano, you fucking but idiots? But see, this is like the, the retroactive the, and construction. It was, that's the thing. It was never <laughs> mentioned before. I don't mm-hmm. remember seeing it before. Right. No one ever said this was a volcanic island. No. I can I can understand if that was like something like lampshade or just like hinted to right. in like a previous Jurassic Park film. Right. Like, well, they powered the whole thing with like geothermal energy. It is Ooh, an active smart. volcano. But they didn't do that <laughs> they never said like okay like you know this thing's like monday may blow but it never it, but it probably won't right. they never said that but now it's like whole thing's coming apart like yeah. we always knew it would like did we like you guys are grasping at straws <laughs> to continue making these movies mm-hmm. but nonetheless and they showed too much in the trailer like i stopped what i had to like cover my eyes because they were showing so much that it really annoyed me um but it's It'll be dumb fun, like every Jurassic movie. Right. Is. And I don't know if this is a trend, but given a movie that just came out recently mm-hmm. that we both saw. Yes. And this Jurassic Park trailer, like, it seems like tearing down what we know of a yes. thing seems to be a trend that's happening. I don't know if it is a trend. I'm just seeing two big movies that yes. with a similar theme of let's break down what you think of this franchise or let's destroy what you think of these characters and like try to rebuild something else. We're perhaps. adding things to the canon that are just are kind of random mm-hmm. and forced mm-hmm. and annoying. <laughs> but yesterday you say you went to the movie. What, what did you see at the movies? Star Wars. Oh, okay. We Do you want to talk about that now? Or do you want to get that to, to that in a little bit? I have like two other things that I saw that I could talk about. I have right a now. whole list of things <laughs> that I saw. So let's save that for last. I okay. feel like we both have big opinions on that. Okay. Um, 
something else that I rewatched recently as well was uh, Guardians 2 to speak more of Chris Pratt. Oh, I mean, yeah. how can we never speak enough of him? Um, again, it was fun. It was still a fun yeah. movie. Um, looking at it again, like there are parts that drag that are a little unfocused, yeah. I think. Um, you know, I think we spend way too much time just like chilling on Ego's planet and like not yes. doing too much. Like, Agreed. Like, it's cool, I guess, to like build the relationship between like, you know, Star Lord and yeah. Ego, but we could it's let's move you know yeah, we have, we have things to do here feels like um outside of that that was like my one big like oh yeah i guess that is like a little yeah but otherwise the movie's like still a lot of fun mm-hmm. um I, I still say there are good acting moments in that movie of like michael rooker and sylvester stallone like going yes. at it and just made me feel like wow like i feel for both of these characters like they yeah. both feel betrayed in a weird way these two space pirates but like <laughs> on this ice planet but like okay like yeah i'm 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 in it i believe like I also liked, um, though it was mm-hmm, the relationship between um, Nebula and yeah, uh, uh, and Gamora. There we go. Um, Karen Gillan and know, Zoe Saldana. Yeah, I mm-hmm. want. I could watch a whole movie about them. That like, yeah, that relationship is so interesting and having such a tough childhood and mm-hmm. stuff like. I I would watch a whole movie just with them, and I like those actresses both a lot. You're right. Like they were, they only spoke about Thank it, you. but it made you. I know I am right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for validating this my is, opinion. This podcast is not a place for humility. <laughs> um, not at all. It's humility free zone. Pride only. <laughs> but um, but no um, yeah, you're right about that. I would absolutely watch a movie with those two yeah. characters. Like you know, going from their childhood to where they split. Yeah, you know that'd be really interesting to watch. Yeah. I think. Um, I also, uh, let's see. Oh, I saw a trailer during The Walking Dead that you refused to catch up on until later um, (laughs) for The Terror. Terror. It was a book written by Dan Simmons. um, Oh, Cousin Dan, sweet. What? Oh, you (laughs) idiot. (laughs) Um, About the trip, the HMS, I think it's called the HMS Terror. Uh Uh-huh. I think it might. Oh boy, I'm gonna come off like a zum zum. <laughs> it's kind of like historical fiction in that there were obviously trips to the. I don't know if it's the Arctic or the Antarctic. I don't know world oh, okay. things. <laughs> um, cold places. Uh-huh. Um, but then there's some mysterious monster thing that also kills people. Oh, okay. Uh, the cast that I can't think of right now is very good. Mm-hmm. This has been an unhelpful review of this trailer. <laughs> it's a bunch of great actors uh-huh. in a cold setting getting possibly eaten by something. Okay. I'm into it. It sounds like good things happening in the cold. That sounds right. Like sounds like a little bit like the thing. Uh it sounds a little bit like Thirty Days of Night in some parts. It sounds <laughs> a little bit like Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. Sure. <laughs> um Yes. Okay. I'm excited for that. Terror. I'll look into that trailer. Okay. I, that sounds actually like a lot of fun. Um I have you seen the trailer for A Quiet Place with Quiet John Place. Krasinski and Emily Blunt? No. Oh, Jason. Wait, no. Yes, I did see that. Yes. Also, question: John Krasinski, why'd you become Action Man? Like you were Mr. Funny Guy. Like it's is it a, a situation where he wants to do this, or is this or is this just what's being offered to him? I wonder. I don't know. Here's the thing: mm-hmm. he's not made great career choices aside mm-hmm. from the office i think most of what he's done has been duds like i don't necessarily trust him i do trust her because she picks great projects mm-hmm. so i don't know if they did this one 
intentionally together or But what? they're married, right? Yes. This is going to be interesting. A beautiful, like, wonderful Hollywood couple. Really, do you see like the husband-wife team? Not since Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn and Overboard. <laughs> Have you seen... Uh, you know, two people who are married, like at across the restaurant. Not since Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Not oh since. boy! <laughs> but no, yeah. um, I did see the trailer. It looks so good. That looks wonderfully terrifying. Yes. Um, it reminds me of that Joel Edgerton movie that I did not see. It came out last year. Um, where he's in the house by himself, and he, then people come to visit, and it's like post-apocalyptic. Yes. Didn't um, see it either. It, the trailer looks so good, but I just never got a chance to go and actually watch it, and. I'm feeling similar vibes from this movie, but I would actually need to go and check this out. It's like a combo between like that and signs. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I saw that trailer. I like, I like to go and see yeah. it. What were your thoughts on it? I guess? Oh, I thought it looked great. Mm-hmm. Um, she's such a great actress mm-hmm. and just, I love, um, when people behind the scenes just have to get creative and think of like, uh, solutions for things like mm-hmm. in this movie because they can't make any noise like when they show the kids playing the like Monopoly or whatever that board game is right they have a uh, little like knitted like felt um, type pieces instead of regular like metal pieces because right. they can't make noise little stuff like that I think mm-hmm. is amazing and it like forces people to be so creative because they have to think within this very specific scenario right um, so <laughs> I was really into that. And her, the last, I think the last thing that they show in the trailer is her, like, seeing the uh, lights flicker mm-hmm. and, like, s- silently screaming in that bathtub is haunting. <laughs> it's great. Um. So, yeah. Um, I'm excited for it. So, yeah, that is something that I like, I like to go ahead and check out. Um,. What else did I get a chance to see? Uh, caught more of uh, Runaways on Hulu. What is that? Um, the Netflix series for uh, Netflix series for Marvel oh. um, about the kids in California with abilities and their parents are doing bad things. Oh, um, okay. yeah. So saw the most recent episode. Um, it is definitely way more like you know now we're seeing powers and, and oh, okay. fights are happening. Cool. Where prior to that, it was all very much subdued. Um, very much like you know the tension between the parents and their children. It's all building up. It was all building up. Okay. Um, right now there are five episodes out. I don't know how many there are going to be overall. It's interesting. Netflix is not Netflix, but uh, Hulu's doing it. Like you know, all right, here are the first four, and then here's oh. the fifth, and oh. then we'll give you the sixth, and then the seventh, and it's. it's Interesting the release schedule on this. Yeah, I'm not sure why they're doing it like that, but okay. Fine. I, I, is it on? T- oh no, so it's not on television at all. It's no, just Hulu. Just Hulu. Okay. And that's something that you feel they do more with, like you know, TV things, right. where like later on they'll give you everything, but mm-hmm. or give it to you like piece by piece. But um, hmm. regardless, I still think the show is good. Again, um, the music's really strong in it. They spent a good amount of that budget on music, but also <laughs> that's not the, taking from anything else away from any other part of the show. Um, the show like looks good. Um, I think the actors are pretty good in it. Um, we're going more into backstory on parents and how they got to where they are now and why they do, are why they did the horrible things they did. That's cool. So that's usually not an aspect that they go into. It's usually just these are the bad guys doing bad stuff, right? And the source material of it is very much focused on the kids. They're our heroes, you know. But I think the show is doing a good job of showing both sides of the story. That's and cool. I think trying to tell the story of like, well, this is why people do bad things sometimes, yeah. um, which is interesting. Um, and outside of that, uh, another show that I watched, that I just started watching, 
uh, on Netflix, uh, Ash versus uh, the Evil Dead. Oh, is it good? It is good. Um, the delightful Janet Varney is on that show. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but it's good. I, I, I'm a fan of the Evil Dead movies mm-hmm. um, of the first three, and then the fourth one that came out a couple years ago that I didn't get a chance to see, which I heard was very good, a very good remake of the original. But um, this picks up with essentially 25 years later after the last Evil Dead movie. Um, I've never seen one. I have no context for this. So the context of the Evil Dead series is essentially this. There's a guy that goes to the woods with his friends mm-hmm. for a weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the first mistake. Never go outside. Pretty much. In northern Michigan. Mm-mm. So they go to northern Michigan. They are hang- hanging out in this cabin in the woods. Uh, one of them is an archaeology student. Uh, has with them this book. The Well, no. They go and they find this book that's there. It was uh, a friend of theirs was staying there. And they were studying this book, The Necronomicon, which is a book bound in like human skin. It's a lot like oh, the book from boy. Hocus Pocus actually. <laughs> oh, okay. Like I'd like to think those movies share the same universe. Okay. But regardless, they go up there, they open the book, they read the words and Is there a latch? Is it a, one of those latched books? Oh yeah, it's a latch. Oh, book. I love a latch book. Um, okay. But they go up there, they read the book and then evil things start to happen. People get possessed. What group of dudes goes into the woods in Michigan oh, to no. sit around and read a goddamn book? Well, they went up there to meet their friend because he, it was his cabin or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, he got there before them but then read this thing and like unleashed the evil and they uh, went there, read the book and bad, more bad things started happening. But it was like, you know, a couple's weekend or something like that and things went really bad. Okay. Um, we pick up years later. Evil, evil Dead 2 is a remake of the first one. Uh, oh, okay. Just updated with like you know weirder, crazier things happening. Okay. And the third movie is they travel back in time. Oh, Our boy. hero travels back in time. Um, he gets his arm cut off. Oh. Uh, gets replaced with a chainsaw. What? It's a ridiculous, fun action movie. That would be a painful process. <laughs> um. And yeah, it's it's a fun movie. And his this movie hand is, is replaced with a chainsaw. It's like not is grafted it... to him. You can take it on and off. It's like oh. a prosthetic. Okay. Um, is it just the like blade part? No, no, like a like, full yes, a full the whole thing. pulling chainsaw, and it's just How his does, hand oh. that gets chopped off. Okay, so he can like attach it like different attachments to his hand. I have many logistical questions, but I'll <laughs> save those for some other time. Um, regardless, this series picks up years later um, with the same actor, Bruce Campbell, um, and it's funny. Um, the look of, of the show is awesome. It got great reviews. So I'm yeah. About it, yeah. Um, Sam Raimi, the guy that directed like all the Spider-Man movies, oh. um, is behind it. He That's directed cool. the very first episode and it felt like, whoa, this is a new Evil Dead movie. Cool. Um, and Lucy Lawless is in it, oh, um, wow. uh, who people may have not seen since like Parks and Rec. Yeah. Um, and she's awesome in it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a good thing that I recommend. Nice. Um, and short, uh, episodes are 30 minutes long. So I was like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Like really, I could really like binge on this. Okay. Um, but yeah, like that's mainly the stuff that I've been looking at since we've last met. Um, I also um, saw The Shape of Water. Oh, how was that? It was beautiful, like aesthetically gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Every shot is beautiful. Um, it's a weird, surprising number of, of excuse me, boobies in there. Didn't see that coming. Okay. See, yeah, I'm oh. I'm not surprised by that because what Guillermo del Toro is able to do in a trailer is make you think, look at this wonderful tale of romance, and then like you're gonna see some then shit. Titties, in this movie. you're gonna see some titties, and you're gonna see some uh, some some death probably. 
It was great. Okay. I enjoyed it. Michael Shannon is phenomenal. Um, Sally, is it Hawkins? I can't remember her last name. I don't know. Um, I might have just made that up. <laughs> it's Sally something. Uh, the main character, she is phenomenal. I hope okay. she wins some kind of award. Okay. Um, and uh, who is the woman? Oh, Octavia Spencer is in it. She's mm-hmm. great. She's hilarious. Um, and it's a period piece too. It happens in the sixties. Um. Yes. Because from the aesthetic of it, at least in the trailer that I saw, right, it looked like it was a period. Yeah, piece. I think it is. Uh, yeah, I think it is sixties. Okay. Um. But yeah, it was. It was great. All right. Yeah. I would. I have been so busy. I haven't been able to go to the movies in any real capacity. Mm. But I. That's one on my list that I'd like to see. I was surprised by how. I mean, his movies always look nice, but um, I think maybe because it is a period piece, mm-hmm. it aesthetically is just gorgeous. Okay. Like, surprisingly so. Okay. A lot of attention and put into, like, the look yes, of it. Yes, okay. very much so. Um, and um, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> but, yeah, it was great. All right. Um, yeah, so... That is one thing that I wanted to see. Mm-hmm. And wh- is there anything else that you've seen recently? That, um, not that I've seen, but I have a book recommendation. Oh, okay. Um, Neil Megan let me borrow Neil Gaiman's Norse mythology book. Okay, it is so fun and so interesting, and he's such an amazing storyteller. Also, it's an excuse to picture uh, Chris Hemsworth and Tom Hiddleston as I read it, because it's about <laughs> Thor and Loki. Okay. Um, and it's good, because it's just a sh- series of short stories, basically. Oh, okay. Um, is it like a continuation? Does it tie in any way to like American Gods or something like that? Or I don't just... think so. I think okay. it's just short stories. All right. That cool. are not necessarily modernized, but um, but are taken from you know tales handed down. Right. It's really great. Okay. I, that is something that I, I would like to. It's a read fast, them. easy read. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, I also I oh I watched so many things. I don't know what this is saying about me. Mm-hmm. Um, I rewatched. It's one of my really like one of my favorite movies to go back to. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Steven Spielberg, um, Tintin. Tintin's movie. awesome. I love that movie so much. Mm-hmm. Peter Jackson also worked on it. The um the writers included. Uh, Edgar Wright, mm-hmm. and there's two other people I can't remember, but it it's so great. There's like a lot of people that have a lot of inspiration from that yeah. comic series, and like have a deep affinity for it. Oh yeah, and I thought that movie was a lot of fun. It was. It's, it's well animated. Yes, it looks it looks beautiful. The animation is super fun because mm-hmm. they did the motion capture for it, mm-hmm. so it's very realistic. Um, and it's a cool combo of like. A James Bond, um, Indiana Jones kind of movie. Yes, like, hey, adventure. Like, it was like the the core of what that movie is about. Yeah. And, like, all the characters are very likable. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Captain Haddock and yep. Tintin yep. and Snowy. Like, all the, all oh, the main characters Snowy. are just, like, so much fun and, like, are so, like, alive. Yeah. And uh, all the voice work done in it is, like, also really good, too. Simon Pegg. Yep. Yes. Simon and, Pegg is um, awesome. Nick Frost, Nick they Frost. play the twins, yep. right? The two policemen. Okay. Yes. Like, it's really fun. It's it's something that yeah, like this this is the Tintin series. Like you'll see more movies and nothing else ever got done. No, I really 
I think I read somewhere that they might be working on another one, but I really wish they would because it's been years since that came out. It, that was like 2013 or something like that. Something like that, yeah. Like, so I hope they make another one because it, it was so it was such a great, fun like you said like adventure movie. Because like, I think it would be great for kids. Yeah, I, it's good for adults too. There's like adult humor in there mm-hmm. that I don't know. I think it would keep kids' attention because it's bright and there's things always moving and yeah. Like I I agree. I, I think. I hope I don't know what happened. I guess maybe it didn't do well box office wise. Kids movies usually do okay though, but I don't know if it was really marketed as a children's movie necessarily. Mm-hmm. I think it was marketed as like, hey, you remember Tintin, right? Yeah. And for Americans, it's more like, uh, no, yeah, what is this character? That's a good point. I think for like you know for Europeans and I think in other parts of the world, it's more like, yeah, Tintin. I know yeah. Tintin. Maybe but, it did better overseas. Yeah, it's a harder sell for uh, American audiences. I think. Yeah. Good point. Um, but yeah, I would like to also rewatch that again at some point in time. Where would you see that on the? Netflix? I rented it. I think on <laughs> iTunes because I was like, oh, I love this movie so much. I can't mm-hmm. remember what reminded me of it. Um, but yeah, I put it on the background and worked on a Lego set that I accidentally broke. <laughs> put it back together. Watched Tintin. It was a delightful Friday night. Okay. All right. I could get back into watching that again at some point in time. <sighs> Star Wars. Let's talk about Star Wars. Let's, Jason. <clears throat> now, I say this. Star Wars is a, is a thing that everyone who's seen them has, like, opinions about. Right. Strong, whether they're good or bad. It's yes. just, it feels like as a person that engages in media, yes. you have to have an opinion. It's, it rarely is it the situation of, like, you know, yeah, it was a movie. But more and more, I'm meeting people that feel that way. And I, I like that. Mm-hmm. I like taking the the power out of it of like yeah. it's also yes it's a cultural touchstone mm-hmm. but also it's just a movie it's just too. a movie yeah like we hold these we hold them in really high standards I yes, think yes we do like almost unfairly so at points agreed but at the same time like it is just a movie too I will say though to <laughs> we do hold them to an incredibly high standard but they also shove it down our throats so much I guess it's like yeah. yeah you keep telling me you keep giving me these commercials and these trailers and there's posters everywhere and everything all this merchandise like i get it i'll see mm-hmm. your goddamn movie <laughs> shut up about it already <laughs> so oh um i did not like it okay okay like what were things that you did not like about it i thought the writing was terrible it was all just cliches and just the same old tropes over and over like the dialogue was so Oh, God. Mm -hmm. It made me angry. (laughs) And they were just... uh, Finn and... I don't even know the Asian girl's name. Rose. Rose. Mm -hmm. There was basically zero reason for them to go out there Mm -hmm. and do what they did. See, that felt like the weakest part of the whole thing to me. It's like, all right, now I'm going to hang out in this casino. Also, spoiler. Spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Um like yeah we're gonna go hang out on this casino planet yes because with these goat horses we've gotta somehow become like a heist movie we gotta get like a, a key man yeah. in order like you know to, to get us into this place and like you know so we can go ahead and like steal this item it's like what the the, the i think the mainframe device of this is a chase mm-hmm. like we're being gunned down or being chased down like mm-hmm. you know and we can't jump because they're gonna mm-hmm. find us again and we'll just be out of fuel i think that's an interesting dynamic to put things in it that's a, there's a lot of tension mm-hmm. there yeah what i'm okay with that if to, i guess like to to frame it in like a, in a, a more relatable earthly sense mm-hmm. it's like two giant ships chasing each other on the open sea yeah like you know like 
Like the last ship. Like the It last all comes, always back, comes to back to the yeah. last ship. But <laughs> imagine that this, you know, rebel cruiser is the last ship and it's being chased down by like, mm-hmm. you know, this much more powerful army and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And to me, okay, that's interesting. That yes. I've not seen that in a Star Wars movie before. Yeah. I think in Force Awakens, people have like hard opinions on that movie. Either like, yeah, it was fun, I just what I wanted, movie, yeah. and then people are like, they just did the same thing you hoped it. Which I'm fine with, actually. I'm it's, fine with it. Was this? Well. It was a safe, smart route to kind of take. Because coming from the other films that, like you know, that people didn't really like, mm-hmm. yeah, we want to be play it safe. <laughs> and yeah. I totally get that. I think this movie doesn't play it safe. No, it doesn't. I think not. it definitely plays around, like you know, with the format of their storytelling, and also plays around with like what people expect from star wars yeah. um i think it definitely tries like to i i overall liked it but there are okay. issues with the movie certainly um it tries its best i think to like deconstruct star wars a little bit like especially through just skywalker's dialogue luke skywalker's dialogue of just like jedi are fucking dumb <laughs> like it has to all end this all has to be broken down and there are things that occur in that movie which are very much like it, the movie's very self-aware i feel that's exactly what I was thinking, and I don't like that. Okay. I, I don't want any. I, I don't want anyone to deconstruct it for me. Mm-hmm. It's a very fantastical movie. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. Don't try to peel things back to show me anything. Like mm-hmm. I don't. Ugh. And Mark Hamill's not a great actor. I thought he was fine. I, oh, I didn't. Maybe it was the dialogue he was being given because mm-hmm. his dialogue was terrible. Mm-hmm. Also, they tried to, like, pull a Guardians of the Galaxy and, like, make it funny throughout. Ryan Johnson, you're not fucking funny. <laughs> Reel it in. <laughs> oh, his, he wrote it. He directed it. Poor, bad idea. Just direct it. Have mm-hmm. someone else better than you write it. I am very passionate about this. <laughs> <laughs> I was just... It was just two and a half hours of being really disappointed, like, as it continued on. Like, why wouldn't Laura Dern's character tell Poe what was happening? Poe Dameron was acting like an asshole throughout the whole thing, all right? like I don't really think he was. He's one of the leaders. He And he gets shit done. But also, you kind of lost, like, four bombers in trying to do that run. If you just didn't, but also, to his defense... If she just told him what the goddamn plan was, maybe yeah, <laughs> this like, wouldn't be an issue. I don't know what the purpose of holding out on that was. I'm I'm not really sure on the, the, the whole withholding of information. It's not like he's gonna like turn and tell like anybody that shouldn't know. Like, mm-hmm. There's no point. Also, why did she wait so long to light speed it through the bad guys? fucking ship i guess her idea was uh you're seeing your people getting blown up do it immediately dummy i guess it was a last minute decision i guess that wasn't the whole idea in her she head was in the first already place. on a suicide mission like, you're gonna die i guess the whole idea of that was like all right they're gonna go to the planet this thing is still a distraction to them like let it blow up you know or let me be captured it's it'll be they won't even know that they're there i guess the whole idea of the whole it was cool regardless of like it should have done it earlier later. I'm glad it happened because that was really fucking cool. It was cool. She should have done it uh, eight ships ago. <laughs> there, I, there were just logical things in here, logic things that just didn't add up. Mm-hmm. Both in what happens and like how it goes about doing things mm-hmm. that I couldn't get past. Like nothing happens on the island really with Ray. 
Like what, she went down into the evil cave hole thing. I don't know what that was about. She looks at herself um, in a mirror a bunch of times and then she comes out with nothing. Why am I sitting here watching the 10 minutes of the scene? Like that scene of like the whole like infinite reflection thing or whatever. Yes. I don't know what was going on there. I like, don't. I was, I saw that movie like running on little sleep, but I was awake the entire time and very aware of what was going on. Yes. <laughs> that made no sense no. whatsoever. I, mm, yeah. like that, that, I think that part was weak. However, I think spending time on that island like with Luke was interesting. Like, I, I thought that seeing Luke Skywalker again and having, it felt like every other every character had a different motivation at this right. point in time. I like that Luke Skywalker wasn't like, you know, well, I was just hiding here like to wait for the perfect time to come back and help you guys. Like, no, he was done with it. He was done with all of it. Like, I want no part of these wars anymore. I want no yeah. part of any of this at all. The whole idea of like, well, yeah, like I cut myself off from the force because like, you know, when I let myself into it, it led me down the wrong path. I saw a future where in which Kylo Ren was going to be, you know, destroying people and killing things. And like, out of fear, I wanted to stop him, but it caused like, you know, all this to happen. So you know what? It's best if I just don't even tap into this thing anymore. That's totally fair. Mm-hmm. I And I just feel like they missed the opportunity to do something better while she was on that island. Like, not much really happens. Mm-hmm. You're there for a while. If the, the only thing that happens there is that we find out that she's super powerful, but we already knew that. Yes. Like, we already her, knew that. There's she... no character arc for her. She's mm-hmm. just, the, she's the same. Like, the only thing that we see is like her plot to like kind of switch Kylo Ren over. Yes. It's like, but we didn't need her to be there for that to happen. No. Um, I thought a lot more was going to happen. I thought like she'd get like real proper training. I would have liked to have seen her get some karate kid shit going yeah. there. But the whole idea was like, Oh, she never even needed to be here is what Yoda basically says. Yeah. It's like, well, she already knows all the things that are in those books. And even like, to your point of dialogue again of like Yoda being like page turners they were not it's like I (laughs) don't be using like common vernacular (laughs) when you're Yoda a character like that shouldn't do that someone like Poe Dameron could someone like Finn could sure um and also I feel he took like a lot of wind out of Finn's sails like he's funny he's reluctant like you know but in this they made him so like weirdly determined at points and like it, it just felt off his character didn't get to do much quite frankly yeah nor did uh, the mechanic uh, what's her name again? rose oh, fucking rose <laughs> i hated her hair she's a mechanic why would she have those flippy side bangs no it would get stuck in something you s- <laughs> oh um they she was a mechanic did she do anything that required mechanical abilities. Well, her, she was supposed to go in and take apart the the tracker. Right, that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So there was zero point in well, them doing anything. And then that fucking side story of her with the horse things. Fuck off! <laughs> I don't care about you. What was the line? Like she was like they're free now or something. And then like now they are. She takes off the saddle. Mm-hmm. I hate. I wish you had gone off the goddamn cliff with the oh like, oh. It was so bad. I didn't need the fun animals and all. I that. don't need animals. Like, I don't know. It felt like we need a cantina type of thing. Like, yeah, we need, uh, like a new character. It just felt like okay. This could, uh, okay. And then they're really on the nose with like oh well. 
um, bad guys and good guys get weapons from shady people. I'm okay with that. Like I, okay, yeah, I see the modern analogy. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I didn't need these like weird horse goat track situation at this casino. Uh, why was Justin Thoreau there as the it main guy? It was supposed guy? to be like a red herring or some kind. Like, look, yeah. it's Justin Thoreau, but it's not going to be him. It's going to be it's going to be Benicio Like, it just. I just, oh, I just hated it so much. It's, it felt like they needed to have a roguish character that was, that evoked things of like, of like Lando Calrissian or like a yeah. Han Solo. So they went with like this thief character, which was fine and interesting, but just like give him more to do. That's the thing. I would have liked to have seen more with him. He seemed like an interesting guy who is kind of a gray area of like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to save my ass. Mm-hmm. I don't care if I'm helping good guys or bad guys, which is more interesting to me. And the thing is, the movie seems like it picks up right after uh, Force Awakens. Yeah. Like, there's like no time in between. Yeah, because Finn was, had just woken up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, if, it were, if it were a couple months, like my whole thing is like, have this have Benicio's character there from the start. Yes. Like that creates more intrigue. I think having that character there and like his interplay off of someone like Poe Dameron or Finn and like Oh yeah. That would have been a lot more interesting than Especially like Especially if they're unsure of where his loyalties lie. Right. Like that would have been that would have been the reason to like withhold information. Yeah. Like, hey, we can't tell you because this guy here is like really plugged into a lot of things, so let's just keep things close to the vest yeah that i'm fine with but i don't know that whole sequence on the on the casino planet was weird i guess um that aside there were some cool moments in that movie. absolutely um it I looked th- beautiful the throne room was awesome mm-hmm. and with the uh, imperial guard they and, were great like finn and ray excuse me uh ray and kylo back yes. to back like Killing fighting it. and just ruining yes. these guards like in pretty rough ways yes. like i'm glad lightsabers don't cause bleeding because <laughs> there'd be a <laughs> lot of blood um some real cool stuff was happening in that room and visually speaking i thought that was a very beautiful looking scene oh yeah snow you know there was snoke's death that was cool how it happened but as a super powerful like you know sith lord like, why couldn't you see that coming? Thank you. Yes. <laughs> you are literally saying that you can see into Kylo Ren's thoughts, mm-hmm. and yet you don't see what he's doing like the only, or where, like, like where his thoughts are right now. The only back door I have is that, like, he wasn't able to read the movement because it was mirrored with what he was actually doing, perhaps. Yeah. But if we're talking about intentions here, like, his intent was to kill him. Right. Um, but, you know, maybe... Snoke was just lying the entire time. Maybe his it was all this big part of his abusive relationship of like you're shit, you're crap, you can't do anything. Like ah, my guy, <laughs> look at you, you're about to kill her. Like I knew you always had it in you. Like maybe that's part of it. I'm not sure. And it's just, I if it was just within that movie, it was a cool kind of death, mm-hmm. but it's also a little cartoonish, and it's a such a build up to this menacing like larger than life character Mm -hmm. who is so powerful so for him to just get chopped in half Mm -hmm. by a lightsaber just didn't seem to do it justice i had all these questions like who's snow where'd he come from like you know and then as soon as he died like i don't care (laughs) i don't care where you came from don't care about this character i feel like they wanted us to care very Mm -hmm. much and then it was just taken out like flicking a light switch Mm mm-hmm Ugh, okay. Like, 
But what I do like, though, is taking out this, like, nameless bad man and replacing him with Kylo Ren. Yes, I did like that. That makes sense. Yes. That's a lot cooler. Like, okay, this is what should this happen. This is the path. That, this is what we were leading up to this entire time. Right. On this very windy road. <laughs> um, I agree. In what? the battle... Sorry, what were we going to say? Oh, no, no, no. I said, like, it's a nice swerve because, like, we're not going along the same path of, like, hey, Vader redeemed himself. Like, nah, this guy's not in redemption. Yeah, no. <laughs> He's not into that lifestyle at all. Um, Something that looked cool but was kind of dumb hmm. was Leia uh, in space. What the fuck was that, Jason? What do... What? Like, I felt a punch in the gut when she got sucked out. I was like, oh, they're going to kill Leia like that? Like, damn. In this a, movie's harsh. Yeah. but like, it okay, what's next? But it made sense. Like, you could see in Kylo Ren's eyes, like, oof. Yeah. And it like, is, I'm not going to take the shot on this. Like, yes. And, like, the pain that he felt when she he knew she would be dead. Mm-hmm. And then she fucking, like, oh, come on. Just force pushes Just herself. Force flies. Yeah. Yes. Back into the stupid ship. It's like, okay, uh, sure. <laughs> like, what are we doing here? I. It looked, again, looked beautiful. But yeah. I think it was a silly moment of like, what's going on here? And it was kind of a Guardians of the Galaxy vibe because mm-hmm. that's also what happens to them. Like, they get frosted over when they end up in space. Gotcha, yeah. And stuff. Like, what? Oh. Okay. That aside, I thought Carrie, Prefer- Carrie Fisher's performance was awesome. Yes, it was. Like she was like wonderful in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um, really stylish. She had some great coats, great outfits, and dresses going yes, on. Agreed. Like uh, that scene when they're finally on the uh, the mineral planet. Mm-hmm. Um, she has like the large like collar or whatever. Yeah. It's like you're looking like a badass yes. right now. Um, but other cool looking things like you said we talked about before about the uh, the light speed mm-hmm. like cut through everything that was really beautiful all of the shots when they're actually like in outer like showing them in outer space flying around mm-hmm. and like the first scene the first scene in the movie i mean it, it must the first scene, it looks yeah. so cool mm-hmm. and i'm sure it looks amazing in 3d right um and the what you just mentioned before the mineral planet like when they're all flying in that red oh it looks that so cool like that was a great yes. visual choice agreed um yeah they're flying those busted old like you know speeders yeah. and like you know it's cutting along the ground and kicking this red mm-hmm. dust it's like that looks it looks amazing. amazing yeah like um i got moments there where it felt like okay this is this is helms deep like their backs mm-hmm. are against the wall like you know it's gonna be like the last stand like i like it does make you wonder how they're gonna get out of this and i think mood wise in the movie there is a big tonal shift where it's like well what are we doing and then once, you know, we're in the throne room, everything just ramps up to, like, 10. As far as, like, all right, we got a movie to finish. Let's See, go. See, I wasn't really worried about them. Mm-hmm. Because there's 12 of them left. <laughs> you knew those foxes had to be there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Animals always provide the way out. I was not shocked in any way. Mm-hmm. This is not in trying to, like, pat myself on the back, but it's just... Like, how many movies have you seen where, like, a little bug goes into a wall or there's water or something and, like, it leads to, like, oh, that must go to the outside. Like, yeah, I, I know. And I I wasn't concerned about them. I think I was probably so annoyed that I was like, well, if y'all die, I don't care at this point. <laughs> my my big concern in that scene was, like, who's going to come and save them? Like, I knew they were going to yes. be saved. I wasn't worried that they were not going to be saved. That's the thing. You're never worried. It was my, my worry was, like, who do we get to see come in? I weirdly enough didn't expect luke to 
show up there. Yeah. Um, when I he thought he walked in. I was, I groaned. <laughs> just looked really? ri- it just looked ridiculous. <laughs> so many things in this movie were ridiculous, <laughs> and I knew it was just his little shadow ghost the whole time. Yes, of course. What made you think that the entire time? Because how the fuck would he get there? How did he get in? We they show you that he <clears throat> his X wing like there under the sea. We know they can lift an X wing out of the water as pre- shown in the previous. It's movies. been in the water for a very long time. I had in my mind that thing would be rusted. It fuck. was entirely possible that he could have flown over there. We don't know. No, his, because, his and they made a point of being like, "This is the only way in and out." So how else is he going to get in there? He just waltzes in. He strides in all confident. I was like, "Oh, this motherfucker!" I thought it was cool. Um, I was a it was a cool display of ability to the point where it's like, "Hey, he made an android see a force ghost projection." Like he made this thing that's not living be a part of it, which is interesting. I think. Also, were those abilities always were they ever shown in a Star Wars movie before? No, like that's, and I think that's a brand new twist on something that you would think would be used often Mm -hmm. uh, if it was a capability. Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden we're throwing in this thing that could, if it were present, would undermine a lot of the past. Well, I think it's a thing specifically. Wouldn't all Jedi just like astral project themselves so that they could fight? I don't think anyone has done that before him. Um, I think it's the idea of like giving Luke a little something because if you look at him throughout all those movies, he's not that great at like yeah, no. Jedi stuff. No, he's, like, he's a not. pretty average Jedi yes. compared to like things that we see <laughs> in later movies. Like, yes. you know, these amazing abilities, like crazy flips and all that stuff, mm-hmm. like amazing force powers. Like even in the last movie, they're doing things that, you know, we've not seen any Jedi do before. Like Kylo mm-hmm. Ren stops a force bolt, like, you know, yes. midair, yes. like, I think rules are getting broken and new rules are being made up at this point. That's just a very big rule. I'm okay with little rules, mm-hmm. but that's a big one. I, I guess, you know what they did? Because they were teasing it kind of the whole movie. Like, right. Ren and Ray are able right. to see each other, like, through time and space. Another almost instantly. big new thing. And then, like, she was in the rain and then he, like, has a rain on his hands. Shut up. Just <laughs> shut up with that. Um, Come on. And yeah, like there was, I, I thought the fights were cool. Like I do. Um, uh, yeah, that they last were fight with like Luke and yes. Ren, like, wow, this is actually like pretty damn cool. Yes. Um, And I get like, it had to be a big thing, big enough to like, like they said, ignite a flame mm-hmm. in like the rest of the universe mm-hmm. because like, hey, this is a man that stood against like 12 ATSTs or whatever. Mm-hmm. And was didn't get hurt. Right. Like he he fought Kylo Ren on this planet. He tricked them and got the rebels to escape. And then he just disappeared. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, that's a cool ass thing to tell. Like you know, people like the legend of this right. of this Jedi. Um, but I was sad at his death. Like yeah, like that. I felt like oh, like well, dang. Um, and again, I think that plays into the whole idea of like, fuck the past, like fuck, fuck this whole thing. Like we're doing things you don't expect, which is like okay. But sometimes I, I don't know. The point of doing that is not always great. Sometimes I, I cared a little bit, but not a ton. <laughs> there is very little that I cared about by the end of this movie. Okay. I. What were some of the other things? I don't know. It just seemed like 
there are so many disparate parties. Mm-hmm. Part of the great thing about those movies is people working together. Right. And then you have everyone race somewhere, fence somewhere, post somewhere, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I want to see, I only want to see a couple groups. Now we're like cutting back and forth mm-hmm. to all these places. And not many of the storylines are strong. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I like the performances are all pretty good. Um, I didn't like the Rose one as much. Mm-hmm. I didn't think Mark Hamill's was particularly strong. I think it was more so for both of them, more so the writing was shitty mm-hmm. um, and cliche. Yeah, I don't. I Oh, you know what I did like at the very end? Because it was subtle and great um, when they're showing the little kids mm-hmm. and the the broom the kid just has the broom like come to him just like a little mm. bit oh that was great because little like, subtle things like that are wonderful like i like the kids like telling the story of like yeah. you know luke skywalker like mm-hmm. he survived like he yeah. did all this like That's that so was awesome. cool yeah and i think that shows like you know like hey like you know the jedi aren't dead yes. like the force lives on like even though luke skywalker is dead this is not over yeah which is fine um Overall, like, you know, it's weird. I'm in a place right now with Star Wars movies where it's like, hey, the other one's out. Like, there's not this huge swell of like, oh, man, it's here. There was, I think, for uh, Force Awakens. Because it it was a while since it was a Star Wars movie. And, like, you know, all this possibility of, like, you know, what's new, what's to come. Um, Rogue One was, like, such an awesome experience, too. Um, And I do feel this movie had some Rogue One influence of just hey, bad things are going to happen on screen to people. Yeah. Um, I didn't really like Rogue One either. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I feel maybe just being older, um, it, it becomes less of like, yeah, it's Star Wars time and more just like, yeah, it's good. this movie that I'm looking forward to is coming out. See, I was really excited. I think that was part of the problem because mm-hmm. I didn't really... Rogue One was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved the force awakens so i was excited to see the continuation of the story mm-hmm. and then really the only thing that changed is kylo ren's in charge now that's it like luke skywalker's dead which i think people kind of thought was gonna happen um so it's just two and a half hours to get to kylo ren's in charge now like ah, oh, it wasn't there was so much happening and none of it felt worth it to get to this point. Mm-hmm. What I, I I think someone that is underappreciating that movie and probably won't get the credit they deserve is uh, General Hux. Um, mm-hmm. That's played by Dom Hall Gleason, right? Yes. He was actually a lot of fun in this. Yeah. Um, he was he was the foil of many jokes throughout. Yes. Um, from all sides. That, yeah. At the beginning, it was funny. Yeah. Um, him and Kyle Run there dynamic yes. pretty interesting i like that and that's a believable dynamic just because it's like oh we both want daddy's love so bad <laughs> uh. i can't you put you in charge yeah <laughs> like it is like weirdly two brothers yeah. <laughs> trying to figure things out yeah um and i like that he's ambitious enough to try and take the opportunity of like fuck this guy he's knocked out gonna shoot him this yes. dumb face <laughs> i'm gonna run everything like oh you're up dude are you okay what happened <laughs> what this looks crazy. This looks wild. Yeah. Um, I appreciate things like, uh, you know, all the weapons firing at Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. And then he just says, you think you got him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, him being thrown by Kyle Ren for just like questioning like, a simple <laughs> order. Like, 
he is, he's, I think, one of the better parts of this movie that I agree. people don't recognize. Because he wasn't in the other one a ton. Right. Um, so, yeah, it was nice to see him get, like, a slightly bigger role mm-hmm. um, and continue that dynamic. Oh, brings me to my next thing. Captain Phasma. Why mm. has she, like... I thought that she would play a bigger role Mm -hmm. because she has her own goddamn like Lego doll. Like she has been part of this. Gwendolyn Christie has been um, on the press tour. Right. And her combined amount of time in these in Force Awakens and this movie is probably like 14 minutes on screen. Like what is the point of this character? It's aside from looking incredibly cool. The point of her character is to just get her ass kicked, kind of. It's sort of like Boba Fett a little bit, where it's like this thing looks so badass, but then you got KO'd in like three seconds. Like it's supposed to be the monster that's like taken out with a feather. Um, I just they treat it like a Bond henchman, where it's like, so, yeah. okay, this thing is like you know terrifying and scary, yeah. but like ultimately beaten by someone that it shouldn't be beaten by. Right. <laughs> but we'll return. Like they're not. They're not going to die. They will be back, is what I feel like. I don't think Phasma's dead. Oh, she absolutely is dead. She, you think so? She fell into... She was engulfed by flames. No, She had her armor on, like... She had hot metal on her. She The armor can reflect blaster blasts, so who knows? I don't know. I don't I'm hoping I she's just, alive. I mean, I hope she is, too. Mm-hmm. Ooh, maybe she'll do, like, a Luke Skywalker and have her... Because you know how they showed her eye? Mm-hmm. Maybe she'll have a little melty face in the next maybe, time. Maybe. It just seems like there should be more with her. Mm-hmm. And yet, <laughs> there's, like, nothing. I... It's a very one-dimensional character. I wish there was more interplay with her and Finn. I do too. If Ray has Kylo Ren, Finn has Captain Phasma. Yes, like that, I would appreciate a lot. Absolutely. Like, like holy crap! Like I, like this is this is my my white whale. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that, I would prefer that rivalry and like you know villain hero relationship. Um, but they don't do much with her. No. Um, I want to be like, are there like deleted scenes that she was in? Like, <laughs> what is up with this character? Like, I liked her and Finn's fight. Like, I thought that oh, was yeah. cool. Yeah, um, that was. But I need more of that. I need. I, I agree. I need a round table of people. I need Hux, Kylo Ren, Captain Phasma. Mm-hmm. Like, I need these people to be in charge of things. Yeah. You know, like. It would nice be cool to see more interplay between Hux and Captain Phasma if they, if she was like his number two. Right. Or, like, these are people running different divisions of things. Like, yes. he handles, like, you know, the officer side of things. Yes. She handles the stormtrooper side yes. of things. Like, that I'm cool with. Mm-hmm. And, like, they both report to Kylo Ren. Yes. Totally fine. Like, these are the different branches of this organization. Yeah. But they don't do anything with her, which is... But, you know what? That's a movie that we we're focusing on the bad guy side and not the side of, you know, the rebels. Mm. That... I'd love to see that movie. That'd be cool. Um, But, yeah. Yeah. I had... I had positive feelings about the movie, but ultimately there are big problems with that movie. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I just I think it's unfair because the buildup was just so great for me. Mm-hmm. I was so excited. I was already a little concerned because it was directed by Ryan Johnson. Mm-hmm. And then those concerns were confirmed <laughs> um, because it wasn't good (laughs) um there are definitely a lot of parts that were fun Mm -hmm. um and like the tone was kind of all over the place Mm -hmm. agreed 
like the Force Awakens, I felt like it, everything was taken seriously. There were some nice, you know, half a dozen little like things that were funny that kind of broke up the heaviness right. of scenes but they were very well chosen and well timed mm-hmm. whereas they try to sprinkle it throughout this whole thing mm-hmm. like when Ray hands um, Luke the lightsaber and I knew he was going to do it as soon as she got it and then he just chucks it over his shoulder and mm-hmm. I was like I knew you were going to do that but that that is not the time to be doing that it was a weird Especially because the way The Force Awakens ends, it's such a huge buildup. Mm-hmm. And then to him, for him, I get that it's trying to show how much his character doesn't care. But I don't think he would be so disrespectful of it as to just chuck it over his shoulder. I, and I think the problem in that lies in that there might not be any overarching, like, end to this. I mean, in the sense of, like, you know... It feels like there's no outline to the movies. It feels right. like, this is my movie, I'm done, now it's your turn. Yes. Well, here's what I'm going to take from your movie, and here's what I'm going to throw away. Yeah. And then, I don't know, it just feels like the the overall, it's, it's not cohesive overall. Right. Like, we're I just agree. like picking up the pieces from whatever happened last. Yes. Um, if it, there, I think if there was cohesion overall, a lot of the things that happened in this movie wouldn't have happened in this Agreed. movie, maybe. Um, on the planet that she's training, on the island, um, there were some fun parts, like of Ray, like... Like training on the rock, like slicing it off, like yeah. the, the nuns, like being upset with her. Yeah, I guess. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, the but thing I, is, all the, all the things were funny. Mm-hmm. It's just not the right context for them. Okay. Um, yeah. Totally fair. Um, but outside of Star Wars, mm-hmm. which we, we both have strong opinions on. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about things that we made each other watch <laughs> most recently. Yes. Um, I watched Rock and Roller last night. Mm-hmm. And it was great. Okay. Yes, I really liked it. Um, full of beautiful men who I <laughs> thoroughly enjoyed watching. Um, I wish they had their clothes off more or at all. Um yeah, uh, I like that it doesn't just put everything, Guy Ritchie doesn't just kind of put everything on a silver platter and serve it up to the audience. You you have to be engaged and you have to pay attention mm-hmm. and everything is explained eventually. Right. Um, you know a certain amount, but then as it all plays out, you learn more. About how um, these characters interplay with each yeah. other, about how a small tick of this one character can affect something later yes. on. Yes, Um. I thought all the actors had great chemistry. Um, it, it did feel like I'm watching a bunch of friends yes. like, hang out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, all the actors were really great. Old Jerry B in his prime, mm-hmm. looking so handsome. <laughs> um, Idris, one of my many husbands, just... <laughs> mm. And uh, I didn't realize Tom Hardy was in it. Yeah, Tom Hardy was definitely Handsome Bob. Love it. <laughs> and I like that he played a gay character. Yeah. Handsome Bob was great in that Handsome movie. Handsome Bob's so wonderful. Mark Strong in there. Mark Strong, who I was just like, I prefer him without hair. <laughs> so handsome. And I want him to just narrate everything. <laughs> um, Tom Wilk. Wilkinson? Yeah, Tom Wilkinson. Who's in like every British film, <laughs> um, continues to be wonderful. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, it was just a fun uh, kind of romp yeah. through London. and Like Thandie Newton. I'm being yes. awesome in there. Is it Thandy or is it Tandy? Thandy is what I I wasn't sure heard. if it was a Thames River Thames <laughs> situation where it might be Tandy. Like Tandy, like the. That's what I understand. Okay. But um, the most tasteful sex scene I've ever seen in anything. Yes. <laughs> Quick. I wanted it to be longer. <laughs> Come on. Like it was five seconds. It was like, yeah. yeah, all right. And apparently the reason for that is like, she had a cold and was like, I don't think I can like go through like a whole thing like that. Aww. And like, that's, we'll work around it. We'll make it really happen. That's really sweet, actually. <laughs> it had a very, um, because it was just like like five quick cuts, it mm-hmm. gave me a very like Edgar Wright feel of just yes. like pouring the beer. Da, 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 and then he pulls up a zipper and that's it. <laughs> um, yeah, I like the way it was filmed with the, um, it was really funny, especially with the two Russian like henchmen. Yes. And how they just won't die. <laughs> the whole thing was very... I, I was very sleepy, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a little bit of a lull in the middle. Okay. But then you're like right back on board as soon as they start running from the uh, Russian henchmen. Right. Um, and how everyone comes together and Mark Strong walks in on him when those Russian henchmen are being weirdly sexual but also <laughs> have knives and are about to torture him. Uh-huh. It was great. I really enjoyed it much more than I thought I would. It makes you want to see a sequel to it. Oh, like, yeah, absolutely. Like, the way it ends, it's like, oh, there's going to be a sequel. There's not going to be a sequel. I know. I was heartbroken. <laughs> like, ah. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. But a solid movie. I'm glad I'm glad you enjoyed yes. it. Yes. It's like uh, one of my, like, uh, not my favorite movies, but it's like, it's a, it's a really good movie. It is, yeah. Yeah. And I could see, like, if you just want something on kind of in the background to only half pay attention mm-hmm. to, it'd be a good thing because it's got funny stuff and yeah. it's not like crazy bloody or anything right and i think i also liked it because it had kind of a happy ending Mm -hmm. i like things to wrap up on a positive note (laughs) because i get very stressed out especially in situations like those where it's just like like mistaken type things and Mm -hmm. people are just trying to like clean up after each other so i was so happy that i got fed to the crawfish (laughs) um oh and uh toby kebble yeah toby kebble's in it I was like, holy shit, because he's so young in that movie, mm-hmm. and he's so skinny. He's um, heroin skinny. He's heroin skinny. He does an amazing job, because mm-hmm. usually when I see him, it's when he's as a CGI ape. <laughs> <laughs> so I was really excited to see him in that, and then I watched Kong afterward, I was like, <laughs> look at you doing a southern accent so well. Oh, you're so talented and handsome. Um, yeah, I... The cast was amazing, and the story was fun and quick, and yeah, it was great. Okay. Good recommendation. Um, on your recommendation, mm-hmm. I watched the Great British Baking Challenge. Uh, excuse me, Great British Bake Off. Thank me. you. Yes, yeah, right. it was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I started watching it, and... Uh, at first, like when I wrote the name down, I was like, "Why can't I get this name right?" Like, I don't know why I want to say it's a challenge. Like, it's a bake off. <laughs> that's very American. Yeah, and it would be. And they also it has a couple different names depending on when it's being shown in America and when mm-hmm. it's shown in England. Okay. Because I think in, um, in England it might be the it might be Bake Off, and here it might be like the Bake Great British Baking Show. Okay. They do have two different names. Okay. Um, kind of like a Harry Potter situation. Okay, um, but yeah, it's delightful. It is. It is so much fun. The present and the presenters, yes, um, are a lot of fun. Yes, one of them I find like, oh, she's pretty cute, but she 
don't th- I don't think she likes guys. Oh, Su- <laughs> Sue? Yes. Yes. Um, she is hilarious. She's very funny. Well, they're both very funny. Yes. I have recommendations for you um, that are not like the official recommendation, but mm-hmm. if you like her... Um, I'll talk about it after you finish. Sorry. Because like I was looking at this like we're like are, like these aren't they're not bakers but like <laughs> but like they're there to like you know some add some pep to it like you know yeah. keep things going like yeah. I totally understand that. Um. So yeah, the first episode they do Swiss rolls, mm-hmm. um, and cherry cake mm-hmm. and. Swiss roll, I never had them before, except for like the crappy little Debbie ones. Yeah, me too. And I'm like, Swiss rolls, like those, those bad, terrible things? Sure, you know, make those. And I was like, whoa, what is going on? Like, yes. These look amazing. And they have to like roll them up, and like some of them, they start to crack, and you're like, no. Like, oh, no, terrible, 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 terrible. <laughs> um, but no, like, uh, looking at the show, I was like, I would immediately watch this with my mom. Like, this is, we would share wrestling and the great <laughs> British bake off as like, two things we watched together. Um, what is it the but i think that you could see kind of the the similarities and that like it's kind of a competition and you get behind people you have like your favorites you want to see them do well yes yeah um the competitors who which are also characters as well yes like um i love their occupations like yes i love that like you know we have like uh, a retired pensioner like we have a furniture repair like a construction worker yeah like from all these different walks of life and also like some of the occupations it's very british like, yes they are. um yeah i and there was one i don't know if it was on that season or not um there's a guy who's a graphic designer mm-hmm. and then you see in his work in his excuse me in his bakes um how his love for design like plays into it because the things that he makes are so um intricate and beautiful mm-hmm. and it's just like oh yeah that i can see the influence and like the construction worker like he used like rulers and stuff and he's very precise mm-hmm. delightful also what i realized about swiss roll that's just a sweet burrito <laughs> <laughs> um, like some would say but the crepe i'm like shut up swiss roll that's a sweet burrito <laughs> Um, mm. <laughs> um, and what it, it's again very like you know friendly and like yes. you know collaborative, yes. but also very British and undercutting because <laughs> the uh, judge she is tearing people's shit down. Mary and, Berry, yeah, like in the most like British old woman way that you yes. can, and just like hmm, where are the cherries in this? I see no cherries at all. It seems you've forgotten the cherries. Hmm. How disappointing. <laughs> like, it's the most, like, oh, no, I don't want to be in this room. It's a little, hers is more passive, and Paul Hollywood will just be like, this is dry. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay. I much prefer Paul Hollywood because Interesting. it's like, because uh, Mary, Mary Berry? Yeah. Mary, Mary Berry. Yes. Not Marion Berry. No. Mayor DC caught <laughs> for dealing in Coke. Okay. So. Mary Berry. What if they were related? <laughs> oh my god, uh, cousin Marion, do you have any power that I'm able to put mm. on this cake? Like this is being recorded by the FBI. <laughs> um, no, but she, I would much less want to be criticized by her because mm. it's so scathing. Because it's not an Aww. indictment of your personality; it's an indictment strictly of your work. In the sense of like, oh god, like I did really mess up there, didn't I? It's so scathing in See, a very nice old woman way generally more positive than mm-hmm. paul hollywood I have, i'll have to go back okay so i have i've been watching they have a thing called um bake-off Masterclass. okay and it um it's just mary berry and paul hollywood them they go through they like flash 
flashback um, to earlier episodes mm-hmm. um, where it's like, oh, we had them do, you know, the Swiss roll or whatever mm-hmm. for this challenge. And this is the Swiss roll that I would do. And then they make it. Oh. She'll, like, make her own thing. And it's actually her making it. Okay. And, like, they switch off. Sometimes it'll be Paul making his, you know, bread or whatever. Okay. And so it's less stressful because <laughs> I find competition stressful. Um, and it's, they make it look so easy. And they're both more, much more laid back. Mm-hmm. And because they're not, like, criticizing, mm-hmm. they're more positive and a little, like, lighter and jokey. Right. I haven't watched, like, the actual bake off in a while so i think i'm getting more positive vibes than usual okay all right totally exactly but paul hollywood is very intimidating like and this something about him was like you're a guy like paul <laughs> like you know what's going on man like give me the business like all right i'll work on that next time but with her with her just criticism like dry undercooked the color on this is all wrong. Like, it just feels like, oh, no, I've truly disappointed her. Oh, that's funny that we're the opposite. I would much rather be criticized by her than Paul Hollywood. <laughs> I think pos- possibly because he looks like my dad a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think, like, why, this, why the comments <clears throat> to me are less scathing from Paul Hollywood. It's like, yeah, you're Paul Hollywood, but, like, she knows what she's doing is what it feels like. They're both amazing bakers. Oh, he might know what he's doing even more than her. Okay. He- his dad was a baker. Okay. He grew up in a bakery. Like, okay. That's all he knows. Because you know what? To me, it just felt like he was, I don't know. It just felt, I just, for some reason, gave her more authority <laughs> in the She's, dynamic. Uh, being 800 years old might do that. <laughs> so for some reason, I just deferred to her. I'm yeah. just like, well, she's in charge. You're like her assistant. <laughs> so that, I guess that's the other half of it. It's like, well, she's obviously in charge of all this. <laughs> um, my other question, why does it all take place in a tent? I don't know, um, especially because I don't think it's, like, air-conditioned. Okay. Because sometimes they'll be baking things, and they'll be like, oh, we have to put it in the fridge because it's too hot in the tent because it's, like, hot outside. Like, do you guys not have AC? Are there no studios in England? I don't know. It's such a, but it is such a lovely setting because it's, like, in that field behind that beautiful It mansion. gives a very unique backdrop it to does. everything. And it's nice that you can, like, see the outside because it's, like, clear or whatever. See, the other thing I thought, like, well, this is obviously Mary's house. Is <laughs> like, what I just, I kept deferring way more power to her than oh I my gosh, have so much. <laughs> um, I thought I was, when I was watching Masterclass, um, this little tidbit delighted me to no end. Because mm-hmm. um, she was making some kind of, like, lemon tart type thing. And Paul Hollywood was like, you know there was a time when i was driving and i was near your house and i was like oh i'll pop in and he was like by the time i got there it wasn't more than like 20 minutes you had like this lemon tart ready for me to eat when i got there <laughs> and i love the idea of him being in a fancy sports car and be like i'm just gonna pop over to mary's house and he just pops over and hangs out with this old ass woman <laughs> to just talk about tarts and shit uh, it makes me so happy I love that they're kind of pals in real life. <laughs> and when they, for Masterclass, when they eat each other's food, like, there's genuine, like, so much, like, respect and awe and, like, what mm-hmm. the other person is able to do. Because she doesn't really, I don't think she does, she does, like, very much, like, uh, cakes and pies and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And he does a little bit more, like, with breads and... Like, biscuits and tarts and whatnot. Yeah. Okay. Um because he grew up in a bakery and he'll do he, he does more um i think more like savory stuff too like he'll he made some kind of thing with a hot water crust mm-hmm. and it had like 
meat, like five different meats. In like it. oh, like British meat pies and yes. things like that. Okay. He tends to be more like breadish and mm-hmm. savory, and he she tends to be more like sweets. Okay. Um, but yeah, they're both so charming. Like another great thing about the show is the fact that like yeah, cooking's great. Well, yeah. Baking is wonderful. The, the ability to make this connected altogether thing that came from all these disparate parts yeah it's like that's really cool and like the fact that they do try to show you the process of it that it's not so much about like well it's a competition it's got drama between these characters it is really more about the food right and less about like you know the drama of the competition which is like fun yeah um and i like that it kind of celebrates a lot of different cultures too because they usually um have at least one person from who's like indian or something Mm -hmm. and so they tend to or like Vietnamese or whatever mm-hmm. um, and so it's nice because they tend to do foods more from their cultures because they you know that's how they were raised eating um, and so they get into more about that and it's like oh I never knew about these different foods from these different places that's so cool okay um, yeah I it just it's so relaxing and everyone and like they they'll help each other if one person's done mm-hmm. and there's like ten minutes left and then See, another I was person curious about needs that help because like it was piping. like don't talk, don't trade information Mm-mm. but they always look at what each other are doing <laughs> all the time because they're like I don't know what the hell this is and then they just look around and like what are you doing what are you doing <laughs> yeah which is highly unusual because mm-hmm. like you th- like because the only like competition shows that I'm familiar with as far as food I don't watch shot or anything like mm-hmm. that but like you know. Iron Chef and whatnot. Right, right, it's right. just like cutthroat. Yes, like cutthroat. Like you know, where we only like so. There's only been so much time. Like it all feels very stressful. Yeah. Oh, this is more like, hey man, we're just hanging out here in this awesome yeah. like ladies' backyard. You know, making this food. <laughs> and everyone, I think they're very supportive, and mm-hmm. they are always amazed at what each other are. And is no one's able like a professional, and no one's like, I want to bake for a living. It's right. like, no, I have my job. Yeah. I just like doing this as well. Yeah. Like, so, like, that's, like, you know, cool to see. Because, like, I'm just a regular Joe watching the show. Right. It's like, yeah, maybe I could make something like this, you know? Yeah. So it is inspiring in that way, too. I fully agree. <laughs> I'm glad you were charmed by it as much as I was. I really was. It was and there's quite so many seasons. <laughs> um, and um, they, so it was on the BBC, I think. Mm-hmm. And then um, it got I don't know if it got bought or what happened, but now it's on like Channel Four or something over there. Mm-hmm. And so Paul Hollywood stayed, um, and now Noel Fielding is one of the presenters. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like Noel Fielding. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm already sad because I like these two uh, presenters we have already. Well, you have seven seasons of Mel and Sue, <laughs> um, and then they went off with Mary Barry. I don't know if they're going to do like a separate thing or mm-hmm. what, but they, out of loyalty, I think to like the BBC. Okay. They decided to not continue on. Okay. Um, but I've heard um, that Noel is great. Mm-hmm. And if you want to see more Mel and Sue, um, Mel did an episode of Travel Man with Richard Iowate. Okay. Oh, my God. Is he on my husband list? <gasps> if he isn't, oh, I'm sure. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, my God, Richard. <laughs> oh, my God. He'd be horrified. Um, I'm adding him now. Um, so he does that show Travel Man. Um, and she did an episode of it and she's so silly and positive and fun. Mm-hmm. I'm going to send that to you. Okay. Um, and then Sue did an, uh, a series a while ago. Um, she's done a lot of stuff. Um, and it, oh shoot, what was it called? Um, 
it was her and this other guy, Giles Corin, who are, and he's a food critic. Mm-hmm. And they, every episode is a different time period. Um, like the very first one of the series is um, World War Two, mm-hmm. And so they live in that time period and they eat from that time period so okay. they live in this house that was very stereotypical of that time, that time. Mm-hmm. Um, they live as if it's during um, the time when England was getting bombed mm-hmm. the blitz yes um, and so they do different activities um, one of which oh so many lights um, one of which is like he goes and has a meal like Oh no, um, that Winston Ch- Churchill had, and mm-hmm. it was really funny. Ooh. Are these the only lights that you have? No, it's not. <laughs> it's very dark it's in here. A lot more subtle. Here we oh, go. oh, pretty. Um, so it's usually Giles because he's a man having a great time eating fancy food, mm-hmm. and then. Sue, being a woman stuck in a corset, just like <laughs> baking, and uh, like the, in the first episode, literally, um, it's in the forties. Uh, Giles goes and has the um, one of the t- stereotypical meals that Winston Churchill has. So it's like champagne and like amazing food, mm-hmm. and at the same exact time. Um, Sue is out in the field because because things were rationed and it was such it was such a tough time mm-hmm. um, that one of the big cookbooks that came out was like going and like foraging for your own food. So she's in a field looking for snails while she's <laughs> in the, and eat, drinking champagne and having an amazing time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really it's like an hour long show. It's really fun. You learn a lot because it's like these random time periods. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's hilarious. Okay. Yeah. I would check that out. Oh, it's called The Supersizers Go. I don't know why it's called that. Um, it sounds like a Power Rangers ripoff. But it does. <laughs> <laughs> it's very different. Um, I will send that to you, too. Okay. Because, yeah, it's fun. But um, but what are you looking forward to watching? Is there anything coming out in, anytime soon Oof. that you're jazzed about? What am I jazzed about? Um... Probably just Black Panther. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize, like, Black, black that's not my <laughs> accent. Um, <laughs> oh, God. But black every, Panther? Black, black Panther. <laughs> Sounds like a weird mom. Um, black Panther comes out in February. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't realize the Avengers Infinity Wars comes out in May. Like, that's yeah. very, that's so close together. Yeah. Chad McBoseman must be so tired because he is in both. <laughs> that poor man. It's like when you think about the scheduling of all these movies. You should it's come all hang being out with filmed. me and relax. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just, Chad, come hang out. Chad, and just... just relax. <laughs> just in my arms. Just, mm. um, no, yeah. I'm looking forward to Black Panther as well. Um, I think in things that are coming out like now-ish, like you said, like I said before, Shape of Water, I'd like yes. to see. I still see want, want to see uh, three billboards outside of uh, Ebbing's. Uh, oh yeah, I heard Missouri. it was good. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, still want to see Disaster Artist. I haven't seen that yet. Oh, um, it's been getting good reviews. No, thank you. Um, and 
yeah, those are three big things I want to see. There, there are, of course, so many more things. We're about to get into Oscar season. Yeah. Things are going to ramp up in dumb ways um, <laughs> as far as, like, what's being nominated. Um, I, you know, I... I I know I should see the the Dan Day Lewis uh, movie coming out. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know if I really want to see it. I, the subject matter doesn't interest me all that much. I, yeah, I, that's the type of movie that I'm gonna end up seeing on a plane at some point. Like I, I know he's gonna be amazing in it. Like oh, I'm sure. Like, but it's like, I don't know what to compare it to. It's like watching someone do like awesome magic tricks, but you don't really care that much for magic. <gasps> do not like magic. That's it's magic. That's, I said by if, definition. If I it's do, right? Okay. Good luck. I didn't realize you cared so much about magic. I love magic. <laughs> but um, but yeah, those are things that I'm looking forward to right now. But right now, what are we gonna have each other watch for for times upcoming for when we for when we next meet? Question. Um, I might not actually have you watch something. I might have you listen to something. Okay. Um, it's a podcast mm-hmm. called The Teacher's Lounge. Okay. I love it so much. You sent this to me. I've not yet listened to it, though. Oh, God, Jason. <laughs> um, it has uh, one guy, Drew Tarver, from um, Bajillion Dollar Properties. Okay. And just three other guys, and it's all improv and mm-hmm. they are they pre- pretend to be four teachers at this high school mm-hmm. but they're all insane and degenerate um okay and just and they have a guest on every time i think the very first one might be paul f Tompkins. okay um so yeah just listen to a couple episodes of that it's usually like an hour hour and a half okay of pure fun jason all right there are, you look skeptical. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not saying a lot of that. I'm skeptical about what I would like to have you watch. There are several things flowing in my head okay. um, that I want you to watch. I've been watching a lot of Basketball Galactica again recently. Okay. I'd like to ha- maybe have you watch like the first, the mini series of that. Okay. That's a possibility. Um, another possibility in my head was Logan. I know you've not seen that yet. Oh, I have. Oh, yeah, I've seen Logan. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Okay, then, then never mind. There was a lot of muting because so much happens <laughs> in that movie. Oh, my God. Um... <laughs> Uh, oof oof we can, so much we can strike that from the list then yes but that was great i uh-huh. especially liked uh steven merchant's turn in that i thought yeah, he was very good was awesome. and i was like oh i didn't expect that no comedy all acting yeah <laughs> um, impressive okay so we can take that off the list then um the other thing i was gonna have you watch was maybe some wrestling but we'll see not yet not just yet okay um but no i guess i'll have you watch uh, the, the miniseries of Bowser Glass. okay um, it's specific, specifically on, on Hulu. If you look for 2004, it should be the one that's under 2004, not 2005. Wait, you said it's on Hulu? It's on Hulu. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah, that miniseries is there. Um, well, so when you say miniseries. It started as a miniseries. Oh. Uh, positive reviews. Okay. And then they made a, a series out of it. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. So the miniseries is, is where the story really starts. Because when the series starts, mm-hmm. it, it acts as if you, okay, you've seen the miniseries, so let's go. Oh, it's, a sum- it's yeah, assumed. Okay. It's assumed. Um, so they don't like restart or they don't like, have like a new pilot or anything like that. The miniseries is essentially the pilot. Oh, okay. Um, cool. So yeah, I would, I would have you watch that then. That's interesting because I think when ages ago i think i did try to watch it and i don't think it was the miniseries and okay. i was like i don't really know if i'm into this so that might make a big difference yeah they throw you right in in the series if you've never seen yeah. the miniseries so they absolutely assume like you've seen it let's okay. go and they go okay like they don't wait they waste a little time trying to explain to you what happened they give the explanation. i like that better yeah okay they give the explanation in the opening credits of the show like okay. this is what happened this is where we are this army people are left alive get let's on go. board kid okay. yeah so 
and again, I've been watching that show again recently. Uh, my roommate, it's his first time watching it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sitting through it again, I'm like, you know what? This shit holds up. Really? Like, it's a good show. I'm okay. at the start of season three right now. Mm-hmm. And it's very much of its era, very reflective of the time of yeah. like, this was the Bush administration. Like, this was, it's okay. very politically reflective in that way. Interesting. Oddly enough. But um, it's good. It's still good. Still holds up. Okay. Uh, three seasons in. How I know many seasons are there total? Four. Oh, okay. Uh, I know the fourth gets a little weird. Oh, um, that I'm very curious of how I feel about now because back then I was like, yeah, it's good, it's it's uh, it's fine, but now I'm at the other mode of like, was it fine? Oh. So I have to go again and see. Oh, okay. uh, but right now holds up as good, if not better, than I thought it did. Wow, is um, there anything that you can compare it to? Um, I would say as far as like people's fervor for it, or mm-hmm. like um, yeah, because it has like a like a real legit fan base i would say it was like lost how people felt about it i was just like wow. what's gonna happen next week like oh, it okay. very much had that kind of like week to week like what's gonna happen i wonder i, really I did wonder. not expect that okay um and i say those shows are, are good pairings um but Star chooses to answer more of its own questions thank god um but then season four they start Uh-oh. to drink a little bit of their own kool-aid oh no i think but again i gotta rewatch okay but first three seasons, solid, solid, solid. Okay. Um, so yeah, I would have you watch them. I will series. watch that. Okay. Over our delightful Christmas break. All right. <laughs> Excellent. But uh, yeah. Uh, I feel like I was very negative, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's it's just me railing against Star Wars and Ryan Johnson it's on a real what, personal level. That like is I said, unnecessary. It's, it is a cultural touchstone, but it's also a movie subject to criticism. Yeah. So if it had to get its butthole reamed. <laughs> I, I reamed it <laughs> and then had to get reamed i yep <laughs> well i'm there like it's okay it's gonna it's gonna hurt a little bit but it has to happen star wars okay no it's yeah your opinions are your opinions oh, and that's I all feel bad didn't mean to be so, <laughs> such a negative nelly but uh but yeah we have our assignments for next time Excellent. and uh yeah we will see and then we will see each other Yes. We'll discuss about what we have preserved and what we have. Yes. Merry Christmas, buddy. Merry Christmas to you too. Thank you. All right.